Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. This is Barbecue Nation with JT After Hours. You know, the conversation that took place after the broadcast ended. Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After Hours here on um, Barbecue Nation. And we've got our good friend Meathead with us today. And I have found a list. Uh, we might not even make through all of this list because it's quite lengthy. But I found, found a uh, list of weird Thanksgiving foods. Okay. The first one, Meathead, is turkey cake. Okay, that's weird. Okay, what they did on this is they cooked the turkey and they ground it up, and then they put a base of turkey, and they were these were bigger chunks. This wasn't a like a meal type grind, okay, so uh-huh. it wasn't that fine, but they they made this, they put a base on the bottom of mashed potatoes, then they put uh some turkey, then they put more mashed potatoes, and they kept going up till they got about seven layers because the layers weren't that thick. And then they frosted it with the mashed potatoes. Yeah. And then the topping, okay. the topping was um, sweet potatoes and mar- and marshmallows. You know, this sounds like a derivative, which is is the polite term or a ripoff of a technique I just recently saw of a steak cake, where they were uh, different different cuts of steak, and they do the same thing, uh-huh. and they and the and the uh, the icing was uh, mashed potatoes. Very clever way to gain attention on YouTube. Sure. Don't think I want to make it. Don't think I want to eat it. So does my question is, if you're going to do the turkey cake, then I'm assuming that the gravy takes over for the ice cream. <laughs> hey, you freeze the gravy and then scoop it out. Put it, no. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Here's one. Next. Week. Next. Next. Pizza with gravy. Turkey gravy? Yeah, they made a pizza. They took just a, you know, a pie. They took the the dough and they spread it out, and they used some hey. some cheese, and then it they put be good. turkey on but, it. You know, and I'm not I'm not that much of a purist. You know, I'll have Hawaiian pizza with yeah. ham and pineapple. Sure. I mean, I, I married an Italian American family, and every single one of them makes their own pizzas. They're all different. And they're all wonderful. I love pizza. I have three pizza ovens, two little portables, and a big commercial almost. But that that really pushes me over the line. I don't think I want anything to do with turkey and gravy on a pizza. Right, right. Coke salad. C-O-K-E salad. <laughs> I, I have no idea what what you're talking about. I mean, green stuff with a dressing made of Coca Cola. No, it's um, it's kind of like an aspect salad, but they boiled the Coke or they got it up to temperature, and then they mixed it in with some gelatin and stuff, 
and they put it in a mold. It's really ugly. So, um, but I can't I, imagine because you've got all that carbon dioxide in there. You got to really boil the heck out of it to get the CO2 right, out. Right. Uh, I mean, aspic is really a lovely thing. Um, I have never made that really clear, beautiful aspect cubes that they do in uh, upscale restaurants. But, you know, when I make a stock, uh, there's almost always uh, gel on the surface. And if you taste that stuff, it's fantastic. Right, right. So um, here's one we talked about in the regular show. And I got to tell you, this is probably the ugliest piece of food I'd seen in a long time. Power Aid, which is, you know, like Gatorade, it's a, just a different brand, maybe the Pepsi brand. I don't know which is which anymore, but it was blue and it was a Power Aid basted turkey. Oh, my God. It was a blue turkey. Yeah, it was. I mean, you, if you want a blue turkey, just take a live bird and stick his head underwater until he turns blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now Pete is going to be calling. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I know how to handle them. Here's one. Oh God. Here's one that. No, I mean, no, that's just a, a plain no. No. Well, you know, I, I hear from people, particularly down south, particularly in um, Louisiana, where, you know, they're going to inject their bird with um, Zatarains, which is this wonderful uh, seasoning mix. Right. Um, or they're going to, uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard of injecting the bird with Dr. Pepper. Right. Um, my personal philosophy of food is that let it taste like it's meant to be, like it's meant to taste. Turkey is not the most wonderful tasting food, but it's got its own distinct character. And I like to taste turkey. Now I'll put a little smoke on it. I'll put some seasoning on it, but I'm not going to make it taste like Dr. Pepper. Um, you know, I mean, first of all, not fair to the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I love Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh my. Here, here's one that'll, um, this was, this just look, this particular dish just kind of reminded me of back in my drinking days when I needed it, when I thought I was being creative and you really look like an idiot, um, canned cranberry sauce with pineapple and green olives. So the trick here was they canned pineapples, uh, a cranberry sauce, right, with pineapple and what? Green olives. So well, what? What they I did was is they up through the pineapple. The green olive kind of took me for. Yeah, you know rail. what they did is they just took a can of the the cranberry jelly and they mm-hmm. shook it out so it comes out as a big cylinder. They put, I love that stuff. Yeah, I do too. And they put a pineapple ring on it. I could go with that. But then they put some toothpicks with green olives in it. And they, no. I don't know if they took a um, uh, a little butane torch to it or something, but the pineapple looked like it had been toasted a bit. But I was, that was. Well, dumb. now I've had this conversation. Um, I once was, um, there's a podcast uh, that Greg Rempe has, and I think yeah. Greg's been a guest on your show. Yeah, yeah. And I made the mistake of confessing on air that my favorite thing on the grill is not a steak, not a pork chop. It's pineapple. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
God, I love grilled pineapple. Nothing brings the sugar out, the flavor. It's just, you know, fantastic. Oh, it's killer. It's and great. I have been catching flack now from, you know, I'll talk to somebody. And out of the blue, they'll say, any good pineapple lately? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick up so for I you. I can see that. I can see the pineapple and the, uh, the canned cranberries together. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, you just gave me an idea when you were saying that. My favorite cocktail is a Negroni. Yeah. And Negroni has Campari, which is red, and red um, vermouth and gin, equal parts of the three. And I'm wondering if for Thanksgiving I should make a Negroni with um, uh, uh, cranberry juice of some sort. You could. Uh, you know, uh, you could. that make it uh, festive. I think you got about a week to perfect that. So. <laughs> I, I can practice every day for the next week. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I, I'm glad I have your permission. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here's one that, that this one, I like the first part of this title. I do not like the second part, which is spam and lima beans. They took spam and they made it in kind of a loaf and then they inserted lima beans all around it and kind of stuffed it with lima beans. It's, to me, it was a waste of good spam. But, you uh, know, there's damn little in this world that I will not eat. Um, I'm not going to eat dog. Right. Um, but I'll eat just about any other thing you put in front of me except lima beans. Yep, I'm I with you. I've never been able to get cozy with lima beans. Um, I know the other thing is, is, is beets. I don't do beets, um, beets and lima beans, uh, not for me. Uh, I have uh, had spam prepared in interesting ways that I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not something I'm going to buy and make a lot of, but, uh, uh, and, and I don't know if you've looked at the shelves lately, but they got like 40 different flavors. Of oh spam yeah. Now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and if you go to Hawaii, Spam's like the national food there. In they Hawaii. say that. Um, I, 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 we, we, we were in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and um, we sought out a restaurant that everybody said is the really classic um, traditional Hawaiian fare. Um, and it was, you know, a dive. Sure. Um, and we had a ball. It was delicious. We had poi and all that other great stuff and some stuff I'd never heard of. And, uh, yeah, they had spam on the menu. But in any of the other menu restaurants we went to, I never saw spam on the list. Usually find them at the food shacks, you know, the little oh, cart carts okay. and stuff. You'll find them there. Okay. okay here's one that will, um, if you don't gasp at this one, I will be surprised. Um, I actually saw real pictures of gravy and blue cheese spray bottles. Get out. They looked like Windex bottles, and they but they had legitimate labels on them. And How do you get blue cheese to come out of the spout? And why? I don't know. Are they separate, different spray yeah, bottles? Yeah, there they... were two different ones. Two different oh, ones. Okay. But they were, because I've seen salad dressings that you can spray, but they're, you know, they're a vinegar-based oil and vinegar type thing. They're not thick. They're not. But I want gravy by the ladleful, not spritz. Yeah, yeah, but it's something. Um, and I do love blue cheese. I have oh yeah. Become, uh, and in fact, uh, Rogue, which is up by you, right, uh, makes my favorite domestic blue, 
Um, they have uh, two labels, and uh, I forget the name of the one that I like the best, but I got it written down on my perma shopping list. Uh, my favorite blue cheeses are Roquefort from France and uh, Gorgonzola from Italy and Stilton from um, England and Rogue from uh, up in Oregon. Yep, good stuff, good stuff. Okay, here's another one. Shrimp and Jello salad. You know, I've seen that. Um, that's Betty Crocker, 1952 yep, or something. exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that went out with the Eisenhower administration and, <laughs> and a good thing, and, and, a, and a good thing it did. Yep, yep. Uh, here's one. <clears throat> Holiday vegetable loaf. Now, they made this thing look like, and this, again, was like a 1952 sunset. Where are you getting this stuff? I had to dig for it, man. I had to dig. Um, yeah. But they had an ad. This was in one of the magazines, and there was, uh, well, hell, I even saw an ad for you got to smoke Chesterfields if you're cooking a turkey, and there was a cigarette ad with <laughs> Chesterfields there. Um, yeah, nothing smokes a turkey better than Chesterfields. Exactly. <laughs> But this holiday vegetable loaf, they kind of ground up all these vegetables, and it looked like this long, gray, square lump. And they had it garnished around with some greens and little reds. I'm assuming they were tomatoes. It was kind of an old ad. But I probably would, I would be gracious and take a bite. And then that would know. that would be that. I mean, I'm a vegetable eater. I like my vegetables. My wife is a yeah. serious gardener, um, and during the summer there are many meals we have that have no meat. Yes, that's true. Yep. Um, and uh, I love going out there and, and grilling up my eggplants and zucchinis and tomatoes. Oh and, yeah. Uh, making a submarine sandwich uh, with grilled veggies and, uh, uh, but. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know about a, a vegetable loaf. I yeah. mean, I guess it depends on what's in it. Um, but then, how, you know, how do you make it stick together? Next. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> Thanksgiving sushi made with turkey. I'm not eating turkey raw. Okay. Good boy. Not, 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 they're, 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 and by the way, folks, I mean, and, you know, I, this goes without saying, but all poultry, um, you want to get it up to 160 at least. Um a couple of years ago, Consumer Reports did a research project, bought 300 chicken breasts, tested them, and 90% had pathogenic bacteria. Mm -hmm. um, and of those, half of them had antibiotic-resistant pathogens. Yep. So, But the good news is, cook it up to 160, and they're all dead. There you go. Um, so you don't have to worry about it. Just be safe with it. Um, and I know there's been yet chatter. I've seen it on the Internet. People ask me about in Japan, they eat raw chicken as sushi. I've never seen it. I've never heard. Uh, I think this is one of those Internet rumors. But if they do, they're taking their lives in their own hand. It's like eating fugu. Uh, yeah. Too risky. Yeah. You know, it's it's like you can eat raw beef like carpaccio. That works. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you can do the regular sushi, the seafoods, whatever. That works. There's just certain things in my mind that you don't. There's no reason to step across that line and try it. Yeah. Well, yeah. poultry in particular, because of the way it's processed. Right. Can be contaminated very easily. Now, 
here's here's a rule of thumb. My wife, uh, a PhD in microbiologist, worked for the FDA for years, published a mag, was editor of a magazine on food uh, microbiology and food safety. And the one rule of thumb is um, anything cooked is safer than anything raw. Raw food can have bacteria on it, and there's no way to kill it. Right. Um, Cooking is called the kill step. And if you cook food, you kill bacteria. And uh, almost all bacteria start to die at around 131 degrees. Um, So even, you know, uh, sushi, um, I mean, you you live on the West Coast. You know that there's a lot of raw fish uh, restaurants and Mm -hmm. sushi. And you've also seen the stories of um, people eating uh, salmon or other things that have a worm in it. Yep. Uh, you don't want to eat that worm. No. Nope. Um, because that worm will turn around and eat you. Yep. And uh, so, uh, you know, a really good sushi chef will know and care for it. And it lowers the risk. But the risk of raw anything is higher than the risk of cooked something. So, you know, raw steaks, uh, tartare, um, there's still risk. It's lower than poultry. Um, but it's still risks. Well, and it's kind of like if you're in Nebraska and you're going to eat sushi from an ESCO station, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> you know, there just, you go. just throw that out there. Um, there here's something that was real, and I saw the pictures of it. The Jones Soda Company, which makes actual, they have holiday-themed sodas and stuff. But they're they're on. If you go to Safeway or something, they, you'll find Jones Soda on the shelf. Really, never yeah. seen it. Yeah, uh, Don't they tell me they make a turkey gravy. Tofurky, Tofurky, and gravy soda, limited edition. <laughs> okay, well let's move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've had I've had um, good good tofu meals. In fact, I'm working on a recipe for my next book, um, off the grill, um, and also the wok. Um, and, uh, you know, I got nothing against tofu, but I don't know about tofurkey soda. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'm actually saving the best for last here, but, um, oh we're not there. there. One of the things that you made, know, I think I got to go to the bathroom. I'll, I'll be nice talking to you. <laughs> well, we got three more here. <laughs> we got three more and a couple honorable mentions. This was on the list too of weird Thanksgiving foods, and I didn't think it was that weird. But they said pearl onions and cream sauce, and I thought, now I've had that that's, many times. That's good. That's good. And that's we, good to me. Yeah, and we've had cream, creamed onions and peas, uh, or cream mm-hmm. peas and potatoes with pearl yeah, onions. Pearl in. onions are good. When you cook onions, you know they change drastically. Oh yeah. Um, raw onion and cooked onions are two different species altogether, and uh, I think everybody out there who's listening knows. That onions get very sweet when cooked. I oh, mean, yeah. You can caramelize onions. Um, if you're looking to add a sweetener to some things, um, cooked onions is a good way to go. Carrots is a good way to go. So onions in a cream sauce, uh, that sounds, frankly, like a nice little side dish. Yeah. Now, here's one that I didn't think sounded so good, although I like the individual ingredients. Ham and banana casserole. I'm trying to visualize the casserole aspect. I can almost see a ham and banana sandwich. It sounds like something Elvis was really fond of. I want my nanners. Um, but, uh, 
it doesn't sound like anything I'll be making anytime soon, but um, well, basically they I can ra- almost see them getting along. I mean, ham is salty, bananas are sweet. Right. Salt and sweet work together nicely. Um, I could almost see those flavors working together like a sandwich. Now, a casserole, I don't know. Maybe. Well, what they did is they wrapped, they took a whole banana and they wrapped some ham around it. Like they went to the deli and got a little thick cut lunch meat type mm-hmm, ham and mm-hmm. wrapped it around the bananas. They put a little like a white sauce over it and then they baked it. Hmm. So, hmm. okay. Well, wrapping in wrapping a banana in ham sounds like a variation on wrapping it in bacon. Right. And, you know, I mean, there is not anything on in, in the world of food that hasn't been wrapped in bacon at least once. Right. I mean, uh, I think wrapping in bacon has kind of jumped the shark now, you know? I yes. Mean, it's like, um, it, 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 they're, they're, you know, it really took off with the bacon explosion, which is a uh, sort of a meatloaf wrapped in bacon and various and, and you know i'm not denigrating bacon by any means because bacon is wonderful and but uh you know i think it's like chocolate you can go too far with bacon and <laughs> yep 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 um bologna cake cream cheese with bologna cake with cream cheese frosting but the cream cheese frosting is ranch flavored Back back to our uh, turkey cake. They took big rounds of, uh, you know, you get a big cylinder of bologna and they sliced it thin. And then they made this cream cheese. And I'm assuming they just took cream cheese and some powdered ranch uh, mm-hmm. mix, mm-hmm. mixed it in with the cream cheese. And so there was your slab of bologna, a little cream cheese, a little bologna, cream cheese, so on, so on, so on. This thing was about. I'm fi- almost buying this. This thing was um, about 15 bologna, layers deep. Especially yeah. if it's cooked. Yeah. You know, you can fried bologna, you throw it in a frying pan and you don't need to add any fat. You just toss it in the pan and get it golden on one side and then flip. And uh, I can see that like on a sandwich with cream cheese. I think I can see cream cheese and bologna working together. Yeah. That may sound odd, but I can see that. I can also see cream cheese with the ranch powder mixed in um, as being tasty and using it as a dip for celery or carrots. So it, that might work for me. Um, um, I, 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 you know, I, I don't know that it's something I'm going to race into the kitchen and do, but uh, <laughs> why not? Why not? I, it could work. Now, um, smoked bologna and grilled bologna are really good. Oh, uh, yeah. You can take it. You, you get what they call a chub, which is maybe three, four inch diameter, uh, a hunk of bologna, maybe six inches or so. And you 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 run a knife around it so you put some scores into it so that it kind of opens up a little and the smoke can get into those slits. And you throw it on the smoker for a while and uh, it comes off and it's just nice dark color and it's got a smoke flavor. And smoke bologna is big in Memphis uh, and it's really quite quite nice oh yeah it's good it, it tastes a lot like a hot dog actually when you're done yeah it does it does i happen to like bologna um yeah a good good friend of mine um, that owned restaurants for years we were talking uh, a few months ago and and i said something and i said well you know i just went to the store did some shopping and you know we're just chit-chatting and stuff and i said and i bought what i bought every few months i just go buy a pound of bologna 
And I said, Shelly doesn't like bologna, but it takes me back to my childhood where I had oh, a yeah. lot of bologna and mustard white bread yeah, sandwiches yeah. type thing, you know. Those, so. those, those sandwiches we ate as a kid, we don't reject them when we get older. I mean, mm. peanut butter and jelly, I love peanut butter and jelly. Absolutely. I love bologna sandwiches. Absolutely. Um, tuna fish, tuna melt. Yep. Um, you know, mom's spaghetti. Uh, I mean, all that stuff. I. Uh, which was mom's spaghetti, which was always better the second day. <laughs> you know, really was. Okay, last one. I saved the best for last. And this okay. is something that I probably years ago would have made and eaten myself, but now I would just probably taste it. Uh, a Twinkie casserole. I'm in. Yep. Twinkie anything. Yep. Twinkie casserole. <laughs> and <laughs> any kind of Twinkie, I'm in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I have a little backstory on it. Um, yeah, Twinkies were made here in Chicago uh, originally, um, and uh, uh, there's a book of Chicago cuisine that um, uh, uh, lists uh, all the you know uh, great foods that originated in Chicago: Oscar Mayer wieners, and uh, I mean just hundreds. You know, uh, sure. Uh, of, 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 I mean, because Chicago is a big food manufacturing city, and Twinkies, and so a bunch of food writers got together, <clears throat> and we divvied up all these foods, and I got to write the Twinkie chapter. <laughs> so it, 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 and 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 they went out of business for a little while, Hostess, and uh, they got sold, and a new company took them over, and they're making them, and they're pretty much. The same as always, you know, uh, a little uh, soft, cushiony cake yep. filled with uh, some kind of ersatz cream that is one molecule from plastic. Yep, yep, yep. Meathead, my friend, my dear friend, this has been great. <laughs> always fun. Hey, have a have a good Thanksgiving, um, the three of you up by the, uh, the, the coast. That sounds idyllic. Um, uh, much better than being with family and in-laws. And uh, uh, we'll talk again next month. Uh, and uh, it's always been fun talking to you. It's been a great year of talking to you. Yeah, so it's been it's been terrific. Can't be any worse next year. No, no, no. <laughs> we will make that happen. For Meathead and myself, JT, uh, we thank you for listening to After Hours. Take care. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>